you know, you don't feel empowered that you can. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. But we know that there are also a number of challenges we face as we age, and one of the most difficult of these is the pain of breaking up from a romantic relationship. Whether it's by way of divorce, the fallout from infidelity, or simply growing apart, relationship breakups in midlife and beyond can be especially devastating. But that's where today's guest comes in. Amy Chan is an author, a blogger, and a relationship expert. She's also the founder of Renew Breakup Bootcamp, as well as the relationship magazine Just My Type. But Amy's joining us today to share her advice on ways we can begin to heal from her brand new book, Breakup Bootcamp, The Science of Rewiring Your Heart. Boy, this is such an important topic. Thank you for joining us, and welcome, Amy. Thanks for having me. I do want to just reiterate the subtitle of your book because that was especially meaningful to me, The Science of Rewiring Your Heart. And I know your book is basically a combination of all sorts of information, not only about your own experience, but the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, and anthropology. So your ideas are new to me, groundbreaking, and incredibly helpful. But I am going to ask you, if you don't mind, to start out by giving us a little background of your own experience and what led you to create such a wonderful gift to so many of us who are going through different similar experiences, no matter what our age. Yeah, I mean, 10 years ago, I found myself in a bathtub contemplating suicide. And this was after a devastating breakup where I had spent my, you know, you know, so much of my energy investing into the relationship and our future. I put so much of my own sense of worth into the relationship. So when the relationship fell apart because of infidelity, I fell apart. I had depression, panic attacks, and, and then that scene in the bathtub. And that was my, you know, my lowest of lows. And, um, you know, the next day I realized I was at a decision point. I could keep, continue spiraling into this depression, feeling like I was a victim and feeling how unjust life was. Or I could fight to get back up, to move through it, um, to, you know, piece myself back together piece by piece. And fortunately, I chose the latter and I learned the tools. I studied the science, the psychology. I, I did all the things. And afterwards, I realized that I needed to create something for other people who are going through heartbreak so that they, too, can learn the tools that they can get back up and actually write the next chapter of their story. Because the ending of a relationship, it's not the ending of your life. And I think too often we think, you know, this is the end. I'm never going to love again. But this simply isn't true. You're just entering your next chapter. So how do you want to write it? Oh, Amy, you really are inspiring. And the thing, the again, my I'm a boomer. My audience is basically uh, boomers, and we've you know we've been around for a while. And for us, I, I you know some of us are breaking up after marriages of thirty years, thirty five years, or you know long term relationships otherwise. But there really is hope to rewrite that next chapter. And boy, this book has some wonderful tips how to do that. Before we get to those, though, one of the fascinating things I found 
in the book that I thought I had to be sure to ask you about is if you are recently broken up, you share in the book that studies show that the singles, the recently broken up singles, exhibit the activity in the same part of the brain as the drug user who is finding his fix. Wow. Yeah. So after a separation, they've done studies and they've shown that the same part of the brain is activated you know, as if you're feeding for heroin. So you're, you have to understand that the reason why you think you're feeling crazy after a breakup is because, you know, you have neural pathways that have been wired together. And even though on a cognitive level you know that it's over or there's been a divorce, on a body level, your body is in a state of shock. So it's craving those chemicals, the dopamine, the oxytocin, those feel-good chemicals that you used to get from your relationship. And so you have to understand you're going to go through withdrawal and that when the cravings come, on average, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes for the intensity of of that craving to subside. So you want to set yourself up for success. Write a list of other ways you can get those feel-good chemicals when the cravings come. That might mean you go for a jog without your phone. That might mean you call, you know, a close friend and you talk about anything but your ex. That might mean, you know, you put on your favorite playlist and you dance a little bit and get a state change. But you need to actually be proactive and strategic of what you're going to do when the withdrawal comes. Jeez, Amy, great suggestions. But but going back, you said the withdrawal will take around 20, 30 minutes. But another thing is that you point out physiologically the lifespan of an emotion is basically 90 seconds. And um, you you quote Jill Bolte-Taylor, who I think is fantastic too. But how? why do we grieve so long if it's a basic, you know, maybe the withdrawal takes 20 minutes, but the basic pain really just is a minute and a half, but we just kind of hold on to it. Yeah, I think that this is a great lesson for anyone, whether you're, you know, broken up or or single or coupled, is when we feel an emotion, it is completely okay to feel emotion. Where is it in the body? Feel it, process it, but it's unhealthy to feed the emotion. The reason why emotion stays around longer for hours, days, years, is because we attach stories to those feelings. So, you know, for myself, when I went through this breakup and there was infidelity, instead of looking at the facts, I started building stories. So now not only was I sad, I was like, well, I gave this person the best years of my life. I'm never going to find love again. You know, um, it's too late for me to, you know, find love again at this age. And those stories turned that feeling of sadness you know, it made it bigger and bigger and bigger until it went into full-on depression. And so it's important that when we feel the emotions, do not feed the emotional monster. That means don't play, you know, sad love songs on repeat. Don't watch love actually in those romantic movies that make you go into a spiral. You need to actually, you know, not keep emotionally cutting is what I call it. Wow, Amy, see, all this, this, I mean, not only do you get into the science and all that, but you have these practical ideas about ways to move forward. One of them, I thought, this is one out of many, but I thought this made a lot of sense, too. Balance your pie. What does that mean? When we've been in a relationship for a while, we can merge with our partner, right? So, you know, when you first started dating, I'm sure, you know, you had your own hobbies, you had your your friend meetups, all these things, and then you get in a relationship and the, the weeks go by, the years go by, and suddenly you're like, oh, you know what, I won't do that, you know, girls' night. Oh, you know what, I'll just, you know, not do that ski trip I wanted to do. And our, our pie means 
how much of our life, our energy, our time is devoted to the we, to the relationship. And sometimes I work with people and they realize that slice of pie devoted to the relationship was 70, 80%. So after a breakup, yeah, they feel this huge void. And if they don't get proactive with filling up that slice of pie, uh, you know, with empowering activities, they're going to fill it up with thoughts of their ex. So it's important that, you know, whether you're in a relationship now or you start a relationship, create a circle, draw a balanced pie. And so, you know, make sure that you continue to do those things that feed you. Maybe they're hobbies, maybe it's exercise, maybe it's volunteering, but that you don't have that pie go 50%, 70%, 80% so that it eventually takes up your entire headspace. Well, Amy, I could talk to you forever. Unfortunately, we've only got a couple minutes left. I do want to ask you, because I know you've got that wonderful Renew Breakup Boot Camp, so where can our listeners go find out more about the boot camp itself and, of course, grab a copy of this fabulous book, Breakup Boot Camp, that really is going to give you practical tools to get through these kinds of things? Yeah, so I run retreats, both physical and virtual retreats, and I've had people from, you know, 25 to 78 come. Um, and so you can go to a virtual retreat, go to renewbreakupbootcamp.com. Bootcamp, The Science of Rewind Your Heart, is available at all bookstores. And you can follow me on social at Miss Amy Chan. Well, Amy, this has been such a delight. Thank you. I mean, your expertise, the the work that you did on yourself was great, and sharing it with everybody else is so important. So thanks for sharing both your time, your expertise, and this wonderful book with us, Break Up Boot Camp. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I hope to talk to you again soon. And so in the meantime, <laughs> though, fun. I urge that was fun. <laughs> I urge all of you listeners out there, please check out Amy's book, Breakout Boot Camp, as well as her Renew Breakout Boot Camp uh, for maybe yourself. Who knows? If you have experienced the pain and loss at the end of a romantic relationship, you know you need some help, and you're going to find a wealth of information. You've heard some wonderful, great tips and insights into the dynamics of your own issues and struggles that are going to help you move forward. And while you're at it, don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>